podcast is brought to you by Sugaton. Sugaton Effect Podcast, a podcast dedicated to e-commerce growth. On the show, we interview business owners, media buyers, CRO specialists, and growth experts to help scale your business to seven and eight figures. The podcast is brought to you by Sugaton, performance experts in the e-commerce industry. Let's increase your ROI. Hello, guys. So today, I actually going to be doing a slightly different podcast episode once again. And today, I'm actually going to be updating you on what is going to happen in the future with this podcast. Who do I have as guests? Because for the past two months, I've been kind of brainstorming, you know, and uh, have been thinking, you know, how can I be changing the podcast to be more engaging, more useful for you? And I just didn't want to push it, you know, like just regular guests because I'm getting so many requests to get on our podcast because it's pretty niche, you know, and uh, we have a pretty good following as well and lots of uh, listeners as well. And the problem is that once you get a bit bigger in the podcast kind of industry, lots of people are trying to reach out to you and uh, trying to get on the podcast. But I really didn't want to be talking to someone who I'm not interested in chatting with and who I didn't think that would add a lot of value. And for the past two months, I couldn't find these people. And I was working on other projects as well. And if you listen to my last podcast episode, you heard that I was trying to to do a PR uh, kind of stunt. Then I was working on Reddit and some other stuff. So I'll give you an update on this one as well today. But yeah, the past few months have been interesting. Like October, for example, for most of the uh, e-commerce brands that I know of, and we have a group of uh, maybe 10 uh, to 15 e-commerce owners and agency owners who are working with over 200 e-commerce brands in total. So I kind of have access data to what's happening all around the world and in multiple niches, multiple verticals with D2C, direct-to-consumer brands. As far as I know, most of the D2C brands were struggling in October and now it seems that we are picking up the speed and... uh, We are going full on into Black Friday. Not all of the brands, but we are getting there. And especially with the lockdown happening in Europe, I believe European brands will be crushing it. The US, like I'm recording this on the 4th of November. I haven't checked the results of the elections. I'm not sure when are they going up. But it seems that for the past few days, there have been a slight decrease in revenues for us. But... At least today, I'm seeing like a massive increase again. So I hope that this is going to happen. So just an update on the Reddit and PR. I realized that, for example, for PR to hit, you really need to at least go with, try five times or so, because it's all about testing, right? Everything in, in our business is about testing and the faster you can test, the more likely you are going to hit something. So we tested uh, the PR stunt kind of the giveaway we gave away our products to healthcare workers and we tried to reach out to all of them and i got this idea actually from reddit so i saw that something was trending down there i checked the journalist that wrote about this topic so i contacted all of them about the giveaway because it was a massive uh, value that we were giving away but none of the journalists came back to us so it's kind of sad because we didn't get into that but what i realized 
is that by doing these kind of giveaways for a particular group of people, you can kind of incept into their community and they'll be talking about you. So what happened with us is that uh, we were giving away these products to the healthcare workers. And what happened is that healthcare workers started to, to talk between each other, right? We were doing it nationwide in the US. So it's obviously 1,000 products to give away is nothing in, in this kind of country. But let's say you chose only New York healthcare workers or whichever states, Texas, uh, California. Like you could go into that kind of uh, an audience, you know, and they would be talking about you, especially if you were to do something special with them. Let's say like a special note or a special video maybe that you could create for them. Maybe a YouTube video, maybe, I don't know, you can be super, super creative down here and create these Instagrammable moments where people cannot help but share with their colleagues or on Instagram and so on. So, which is pretty much what happened to us. We didn't get PR, but uh, people started sharing our how cool our brand is and so on. So we were getting a lot more word of mouth marketing. I'm not sure how did we, how much did we penetrate into this particular group of, or rather community, but we definitely saw an increase in our traffic and in revenue too. So I'm thinking actually that we might be doing these giveaways for other kind of professions that are buying our products as well to be penetrating them too. You can be really smart with it, you know, like you can you can be giving away these products and create a whole funnel around it. So it depends, like I still haven't flushed the idea down fully, but something to be thinking about. Maybe it's a dumb idea. I don't know. It will give you something to think about. Then Reddit. So I met with this guy, Brian, and he's going to be a guest of ours uh, on the Sugatan Effect podcast within one or two weeks. He's an expert on growth hacking the businesses and doing it with PR and Reddit. So he found a formula how to growth hack the businesses using PR and PR, which is awesome. And I tried his methods, but I realized that it's... um, it will take a bit of time to understand it. And then when I was doing it, I understood that as well. I'm a bit like most of you who are listening probably to this podcast as well, that we are attracted to these shiny toys, right? We want to be testing new things constantly, but we do it maybe too often, you know, and we spread our teams too thin. So for example, for me, I have 17 people, I think, working in our marketing department with skincare plus a few people more, you know, with other brands and in the agency, we have over 70 people. So it's kind of a big deal. You know, if you spread your team too thin and let's say focus on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, then whatever influencer marketing, Reddit, PR, and all of these things is fun. It's like definitely stimulating and you can learn some things from there. But what I realized is that in order to grow the, our at least brands that I'm working with and I work with free brands that are generating over 30 million per year and uh, I'm working on getting them to 100 million. I realized that there are maybe free traffic sources, top of the funnel traffic sources that will be enough for me to to get them to 100 mil. And uh, the ones that I think will work for us, at least I think for now, 
is Facebook and Instagram, which we are the most, the strongest at. Influencer marketing, and recently I hired like a very high level influencer marketing director who will be on our podcast as well. And we'll be focusing on SEO and organic videos as well on YouTube, which is another theme that um, I'm building out. Actually, SEO is already performing well, but we never put too much attention because the, the growth is pretty slow, you know. But since our goal is not only to be growing the business, but stabilize it as well. And I think SEO, you know, is something that will be able to stabilize our business. And these are the top of the funnel traffic sources, obviously, like we still have, you know, email marketing and SMS and so on. And don't forget these free traffic sources is not that we are going to be using, uh, let's say, Facebook ads and Instagram ads. These can be combined. For example, Facebook and Instagram can be combined with influencer marketing really well. And you can be whitelisting the influencer accounts under your Facebook and be driving traffic from it. Plus, you can be creating new websites and uh, I've seen funnels, you know, where you put an advertorial with that celebrity and use it all over the place and kind of how to maximize all of the efforts that we do with these free traffic sources. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on. Maybe we'll be adding something else, but I really believe that I'll be outsourcing it rather than be building the teams in-house. Because I understand that the focus has to be there. Like if there is no focus, then you'll not be able to reach that 100 million mark. And I'm not sure whether I'm going to be reaching it soon. Maybe I hope that it's going to be next year with one of the brands. There is one brand that actually we are selling or not. We, uh, I don't own any shares in that brand, but there is a brand that is going to be selling their stocks or shares. And they are the most likely to be hitting 100 million mark by the end of uh, next year. I really believe so because the growth has been immense. And actually all of these free brands are growing exponentially and they are growing at the rate that, uh, at the same rate actually, they are growing at a, a very similar rate. But I really believe that this one product that we are selling is going to be, is broad enough to be getting you to, in order to get us to 100 million the fastest. Other things that I've been working on or rather that I've been doing in my personal life, it's been mentally tough, you know, especially in October. We had a very nice uh, September. Our sales were almost the best during the year, you know, because we had some sales, we had some product launches and so on. So it's been awesome. But October was kind of a winter time for me. So I was reflecting a lot. And those who listen to me know that I'm in psychedelics. So I've been taking, I've been blown actually my mind with psychedelics. I've used lots of them in the past month. And the recent one was the one that I used or rather taken with shamans here in Mexico from the caves, Vicuri tribe from the Mexican mountains. Uh, I took peyote and I realized who the real shamans are. I've taken lots of psychedelics with other shamans. Or now I realize that they were pretending to be shamans. They probably have tried to know it's 20, 30, maybe 100 even times. But to have a session with a shaman who has been taking psychedelics for so many years and to be passing along these traditions that they have for thousands of years, to be passing along these stories that he has passed to us and it's an incredible experience. I cannot 
recommend you enough <laughs> to first of all if you haven't tried psychedelics try it obviously under like a very strict not very strict guidance but under some under the guidance of someone who has tried it but my biggest recommendation is to find a really experienced shaman who who has been passing along the traditions of his tribe and that that's what i've experienced actually a few days ago and uh, that experience shocked me and that experience changed my life once again and i'm sure it will be changing my life even for longer periods of time because i'm i'm going to the desert where this tribe is at some point not sure if it, that's going to be in november or december or january but that's something that i really want to explore more to be taking psychedelics in their native habitat with native shamans. So that's another thing, you know, I finally got out of that kind of um, winter state of my mental mental state that I've been in. And now um, focusing on other things, maybe nicer things as well, that I'll be building out. And uh, thanks for the support who are actually texting me. Like I've recently started getting lots of messages since I stopped kind of doing these podcasts or I'm not doing them as often as I, I used to. Uh, I'm now getting lots of messages saying that our podcast is really good for e-commerce owners and uh, agency owners. So thanks a lot for those are, who are supporting us as well. These messages mean a lot, you know, like even though like sometimes it might not look like that, but they actually mean a lot because I'm able to be impacting a few people, but if I do it with only a few people, I'm I'm happy, you know. Cool. So the next podcast that we are going to have are going to be with the director of e-commerce who I hired. Uh, she worked at uh, Nike. Uh, she worked with uh, a few other brands in Europe, and she's crazy. Uh, she's awesome, and like she has taken so much from my plate. She's dealing with all of the developers, all of the UX, UI agencies, and she's doing product launches. And I think that's going to be the main topic of ours because we were doing product launches and we thought that we were doing them really well. You know, the numbers were really good. But when I saw what Nike does, for example, and we were going into what Glossier does as well and uh, Drunk Elephant as well, I finally got some research from them done by my assistant as well. So... We are reinventing our product launch formula. We are at this moment doing that. And I hope that we'll be able to share some of the details with you within the next two weeks. Another guest of ours will be uh, Alexis, who is our influencer marketing director. She's been working with Condinast and she has changed our influencer marketing department completely. Now we are not only focusing on the short-term revenue, but also on the long-term revenue. We are getting celebrities on board and we'll be tracking the data differently and it's all changing, you know. So I hope this is going to be a massive value to you in the next as well, two to three weeks. I'm also having uh, Maxwell, forgot his surname actually. (laughs) He's an owner of an agency who is managing 250 brands or so. They're based in Australia. And the reason why I invited him is because He's working only one day per week, which is crazy, you know, considering that Chris and I work far more than that. So I'm going to try to extract how did he outsource, how did he delegate all of the things to his team? How does he trust them? 
to be doing the things that they are supposed to do probably and the, his entire process you know because it's fascinating 250 brands imagine that we are working there are 70 people who are working at our agency and we are working with around i think now it's around 10 brands let's say and that's just for me it's super interesting how they are managing so many clients so many personalities and for those who are managing agencies you know you know how difficult it is to be dealing with so many different ideas and different personalities and so on then i gonna have a brian who as i said is a reddit expert and pr expert and he's actually a community building expert he has given me a few books that in the last one month that have changed my mind completely as well and uh, during that peyote ceremony that i was uh, telling you about they it actually all came into places the books that he recommended me to read was the the first one was finite and infinite games and another one was by alan watts out of your mind highly recommend these books who, for those spiritual seekers as well it will help you not only you know with spiritual stuff but as well with business because finite and infinite games as well it's like for me i use it now as a reference to how to build communities and tribes around your brand which i'll be trying to do as well with skincare brand as well as with our agency and some other projects that i am thinking of getting involved with then i'm gonna have simon who is um, actually an agency owner who i met one year ago we spoke i actually gave him some tips and advices when he started the agency and now i believe he has surpassed our agency only within a year they got some uh, capital raised so I'm also interested in that. And as they are part of a bigger company that is dealing with supply chain and so on. So I'm super curious to hear his story because his story is fascinating. I know that he was a millionaire by the age of 18 or 19. Then he lost it all. And then he went through some dark periods of his time, like of his life. But now he has an agency that's a massive agency, you know, generating as far as I know, uh, they are generating around two to three million you know, in the first year, maybe even more. I, I haven't asked him the numbers, but from what I understood, they are they are growing at a massive rate as well. They are based in uh, New Zealand and they have offices now, I think, in Australia and the US and the UK. So these are my guests. These are the things that I'm going through. I would like your feedback on this podcast episode would you like me to be doing these kind of updates? Uh, would you like me to go solo on the mic? What would you like me to do? I'm here to help you out, guys. I'm here to share what I'm going through as well. So I'm super curious you know, about the, what you're thinking about these kind of styles of uh, episodes. And uh, yeah, just keep in touch. And if you like this podcast, rate us on whichever platform. You're listening to us, leave comments on there. And yeah, just uh, you can reach out to me always on Facebook. I'm trying to be as responsive as I can. So thanks a lot for listening for this podcast and I'll see you soon.